What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Buds, Bros, and Superheroes. My name is Nick James, and I am with... Big Body Biggs, the can of pimp. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for checking out the podcast. If this is your first time here, let me break this down for you really quick. Buds, Bros, and Superheroes are the three things we're going to talk about today. So Buds is talking about some marijuana. We're going to talk about flushing. To flush or not to flush. No, it's not a toilet. It's whether or not you take all the nutrients out of your plants at a certain time. But we'll get into that in a second. Next up, we have our bros section. We're just going to talk about, man, isn't life weird? The people you meet, how you meet them. And, you know, it could just be somebody who you bump into. And all of a sudden, they're your best fucking friend. Or compared to having a best fucking friend. And you're like, wow, I never really talked to them anymore. And to finish off, superheroes as voted by you guys. The DCEU continues with Batman v Superman. If this isn't your first time here and you're coming on back, thanks so much for checking us out. If you're on the YouTube, if you hit subscribe, thank you. The bell for notifications. If you're listening to us on a podcatcher, thank you so much for hitting that subscribe button as well and staying tuned with us. Now we're on episode 19. That's right, man. It just keeps climbing up. the. Uh, we just keep doing more. And every single time we say it, it's like, dude, doesn't it feel like we were just doing number two? Yeah. I, and actually, the other day, I was going to call you and be like, yo, you want to make an extra episode just for, you know, we might have a week where just things aren't working out where we can't get to each other and have the right time. And you know how you have people working on your house. I have people working on mine and all that. My kid was home and blah, blah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I, yeah, I was like, man, no, he got enough on his play. I'm not going to bother him with that shit. <laughs> we'll just keep it rocking, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, so far we've been doing it for a while. Episode 19, like I said, if you've come with us on this journey, thanks so much. But if it is your first time here, let's get into this now with a little bit of Buds, Bros, and Superheroes, a podcast starting off with the Buds. Yes. Uh, before we get into the aforementioned actual subject, I always like to ask you, sir, what you smoking on? Shit, today I am smoking on gelato mint, it's called. Is it minty? No, not at all. It just tastes like uh, doing dabs, like if you're doing a fresh dab. It's live resin, so it has that dab taste, you know, so it's at the end. It's man down right now, <laughs> but that's okay. We got enough for this show and the rest of the night. I tried an Alira disposable that was peppermint. And that shit was, like, minty as hell. You know, it might be a little people out there rolling their eyes. Like, of course, Nick. But sometimes, you know, you get flavors and they don't really pull through. Mm-mm. This one was minty Mm-mm. as fuck. Yeah, like, any kind of shit with, uh, like, orange cookies. It don't taste like orange cookies to me. Banana punch. I don't taste that shit in it, you know. So I don't, I, I don't. All these fruit flavors, even in the vapes. I'm talking about buds and vapes. Like, some of them just... Are a name. It's just a name. And I guess that's for the better. Some of them are also named skunk. And imagine breathing in and it tastes like a skunk just blew up in your ass. Or blew up its ass in your mouth. Yeah, yeah. I don't want it tasting exactly like a skunk. But skunk is is the bomb. Skunk number one, that shit is the bomb. I wish I can get my hands on it again, man. Well, just got to keep an eye out for it, right? Yeah. Speaking yeah. of which, kind of keeping an eye out at the dispensary. I've been sniping jet fuel still another week. And I just want to know, why can't they start selling me the seven grams, man? Why, why do they got to <laughs> fuck me out of 20 bucks every time when I go to pick up two 3.5s? They're hustling, man. I know, but They're I need hustling. that 20 bucks too. Like, come yeah, on, guys. Yeah, because every three times you do that, that's, a, that's another eighth. Yep. That's a lot. It is. Especially for as much medication as I need. It's just, it it's, would really help. And they do it from time to time. And I should be smart enough to buy a few of them. But then, you know, that adds up. And in the long run, what? It would save me $60 to drop 300 now? 
And here's what sucks. Like, some of the other dispensaries give a little bit of a deal, right? Little little discount. Maybe 5% off, blah, 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 whatever. Uh, but they don't. They don't mess with Franklin Labs, which is the actual company that grows jet fuel people. But they don't. It's like this company's a good company. They they're always on point. Oh yeah, they're my favorite. I will again, hands down snipe jet fuel. But if I can't get that, I'll look. All right, what else is Franklin at? Mm-hmm. Hey, you're not even. It's Franklin. <laughs> you're not even looking. You're not even looking at anything else. You're seeing what else Franklin Labs has on the menu, and then you're going from there. Pretty much. So, yeah, if anybody's listening out there, let's get those seven grams back on in those big old glass jars. Or make them out of plastic. I don't give a fuck what it comes in. Just save me my $20, please, for the love of everything good. Yeah, don't be greedy. Just start bagging up them quarters, you know? Jeez, could you imagine? Yeah, because I remember being out in either Colorado or Cali, and some of their menus, you know, it would go from an eighth to a pound. Imagine just being able to buy a pound My of jet fuel gosh. and just being like, "No, I'm good for the year or however long you think. See, that's what I'm worried about, too. If I bought a pound, I'd just be like, smoke it all. Like, I've got enough. Yeah, one one time a person we all know and love took a trip with his girlfriend to Brooklyn. Didn't He didn't tell her why they were going to Brooklyn. And he went into a bodega, a little Spanish spot, and came out with a quarter pound of skunk, number one, and just put it in the back of the back seat. And drove home in a paper bag and drove home. And the whole time she was like a nervous wreck, bro. She was just like, what did I get myself into? Because we were only pretty much like a year in, not even. And I took her straight to the hood, bro. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And she's, she's like a white girl from the country, you know. She's not used to that. Let's just say that. So, yeah. I don't even know where I got, where I, why I even went that way, but yeah, I don't know why I got lost in saying, to saying about, I don't know. I'll find it. We could, yeah. So with that, I actually did have a little bit of a topic planned for it, for flushing. So I am on canacon.org. So I found a real website, .org. I love that. So flushing, when you grow these plants, you have to give, you don't have to. It is just better for them to have nutrients. I am assuming, like any other plant, if you just gave them straight water, something would happen. It would have to grow, period. But to give them nutrients, obviously, like giving a bodybuilder soy or whey or protein and creatine and... Steroids. Steroids. (laughs) If you give them more, they will perform better. But what I always assumed and what this uh, article kind of confirmed was... That if you're pumping them full of stuff, won't that change the end product? And it's kind of yes, that if you were not to flush your plants, which means to run straight water through it, no more nutrients in it, that some of the nutrient taste and taste would be in there. You've done this before, right? Back in the day? Right. I I always, I believe in flushing personally, because to, when I didn't flush, it just had this different taste to it. And I believe the flushing takes out a lot of salt from the nutrients because there is salt buildup. Uh, also, um, along with the salt buildup, you, you know, once you're smoking it, that white ash you get, that shows how much cleaner it is. And it, it actually helps with the taste. So just to show how fucking on point you are, the last uh, sentence in this one paragraph is failing to flush can also cause your product to suffer from the other negative side effects such as 
black ash and an unpleasant chemical taste and smell. Straight up. There you go, bro. So you're a fucking gangster. Um, the truth is not flushing nutrients before harvest can seriously compromise the quality of your high value crops. Yeah. So this article, you know, if you're out there and you're listening and you're a non-flusher, let's talk about that. I would like to hear your side of it. Of course, always leave a comment or you can tweet us or any of the things like that. But I mean, this article goes hard on how you should flush. So it also talks about the five claims in which maybe somebody could comment on it of that. It robs your plants of nutrients and it will not benefit the grow in any way. Once nutrients are absorbed in the plant tissue, they're there permanently, so you can't flush them out, is what non-flushers think. If, in fact, flushing was beneficial, wouldn't plants in hydro always be better tasting because they never actually have to flush anything out of their medium? I don't know about that because soil plants taste better than hydro plants. So I don't know how you would ever get a better tasting hydro than a better tasting soil with the same nutrients. Interesting. So that was their third. Their fourth thing that, you know, anti-flushers say is that without, or excuse me, withholding nutrients can stress the plants and that would impede their growing. And then the fifth, and then we'll talk about all of them and kind of go into there, is that this is a pseudoscience and there's actually never been real facts to say anything. So those are the five flushers. So let's break them down one at a time now and let's see what you think. So robbing plants of nutrients at any stage of the growth cycle is counterproductive and does not benefit grow in any way. Well, if you're, I mean, if you're giving the plant nutrients in veg and then you start giving it nutrients in flower and then you stop in like week three, your plant might slack. It might start looking for uh, nutrients the same way up on the farm this summer. Like as soon as they started to need their fertilizer, they started turning yellow, you know, and wanting their nutrients or whatever you're going to give them. Because everybody grows different, but you need to give them a little bit of nutrients, something. The one guy who I also like on YouTube, Mr. Grow It, uh, he did feeding for his that I saw in his little, he had a sponsored Vivo Sun Grow. He's got nice. four episodes up, and they're all really good. Check them out if you nice. want to start your own grow. Uh, Mr. Grow It. He also seems really cool. Anyway, uh, he did one-on-one-off. So every time he fed, he'd do some newts and then clean, and then some newts and then clean water. Still flush them, but at the end of the day, if I'm not mistaken, he said, I didn't really see a benefit to doing that. So like you're saying, I think it all depends that you, as a grower, probably have to pay attention. Yeah, you got to pay attention and tweak it your own way. You might like somebody who veggies a certain way and then a different person who does flower, you might like their way and you like you might like the way another person cures their plants, you know, so it's all different. It's how you want to spin it and what nutrients you want to use and what mediums you want to use and what size pots. It's all up to you. And the lighting is pretty much the most important. Yeah, again, you got to pretend to be the sun, so you got to pretend you're damn hardest because... It's the fucking sun, bro. You could have the best nutrients in the world. Your plant's not going to grow like it could if it's not under the right lights. It's going to slack. So to give you the contrary of this canorg.com article, on the contrary, it allows your plants the chance to use the excess nutrients they have accumulated throughout the grow cycle. And that kind of makes more sense to me, to be honest, in terms of just being fat. You know, if you think about nutrients like calories, if you will, for this instance. And if you think about plants like people, if you keep eating, you're going to get fatter. And yeah, you can still use a little bit of them, of the new calories coming in. But if you don't, you know, increase your calorie outtake or 
decrease your calorie intake, it will build. So I, if I think about it in that scenario, I have, I'm obviously not a scientist. I'm not very smart. But in my <laughs> head, as I read this, the way I took that is think of it like that. You know, if they're storing this all up and then you stop, it will have to pull from what it already has. And that will get everything moving and kind of talk about what we're saying and taking out that you want white ash. Right. Yeah, you want the nice white ash. So maybe that's how I thought of it. Some um, of that, some of that shit, like when when it's burning and it's just staying black, shit doesn't burn even. It's canoeing all crazy, and it's you're wasting your weed. So flush your shit, get those salts out of there, get all those extra chemicals out of it. Make sure you hang it right and cure it right. So then the anti-flushers say, once nutrients are absorbed into the plant, they are permanently there. And I got to disagree and go with the can.org because any person or any grower who has experienced new burn knows that this argument that the plant cannot expel excess nutrient holds no weights. Because if you have new burn and you flush immediately, the new burn stops and goes away. So why yeah, wouldn't it? The, if it was, it'll come back. If it was like they say in terms of once it's there, it's already there. Why does that work so well to get rid of new burn? Everybody, every real grower knows if you got new burn going, growing, you just hit it with some water and you'll see the new growth, man. It won't have that same fucking burn on it. So, like, knock it off, people. So, yeah, that's, in my opinion, a tick for I do believe flushing works. So, the number three is if flushing was, in fact, beneficial, then pro- then why don't plants and hydro always taste better? They don't always taste better. You might think they should, but it's something with the soil, if you ask me. It has nothing to do with it should taste better in hydro systems. I just, it's something with the soil. Agreed. And then they are hit back to the, the anti-flushers with saying, plants grown in soil can be flushed. It just takes a longer period of time than flushing the plants grown in hydro or cocoa. So that makes sense. Because again, it is a thicker medium. Mm-hmm. Number four, Absolutely. withholding nutrients causes stress to the plants, which impedes growth rather than encouraging it. That's absolutely right. Or true, however you want to look at it. So, yeah, that is a tick. Now, their comeback to that is, it's true that withholding nutrients places stress on plants and causes them to increase defense compounds. However, in certain plants, the primary defense compounds are actually the most desirable constituents, so flushing before harvest can significantly increase the value of the final product. That was too big for me. I don't know. I can't weigh in on that one, guys. You know, my baby brain didn't do anything with, like, the calorie kind of simile or anything. So it does sound like withholding them can make it hurt. But I think, like you said, you know, you talked about doing it early on. We're at that final moment where I do think that what's there is going to be there. Right. So, yeah, I I think at this point, you know, in this hypothetical grow, if you're flushing, giving them more at this point wouldn't put anything into it. No, no. Or not putting them in wouldn't stop them at this point. Like it's like an avalanche, you know. It's going downhill. You're eighty percent there. It's putting just going to do what it's going to do. Yeah, that's what I think. So that was again my little baby brain kind of trying to make it make sense. And everybody flushes. Like some people like to flush two weeks. Some people like to flush only seven days. Me personally, I like ten. Right around ten. You know, I the last from like day fifty two, fifty three. I like to depending on the strain. Keep in mind, I like to flush uh, like once every three days real good and uh, keep looking at the trichromes and wait for that cloudiness to take over more than anything else. And that's when we cut them down. And then finally on here, 
flushing plants is a pseudoscience that has not been supported or backed by any legitimate scientific studies. It's probably true. There to hit back to that is at Advanced Nutrients, we employ the largest team of PhD, botanist, microbiologist, entomologist, hormone specialists, and organic chemists in the industry. These scientists are dedicated solely to studying <laughs> cultivation best. That's my announcer No, you're good. <laughs> studying cultivation best practices and are constantly conducting laboratory research. The notion that plant flushing is pseudoscience is simply absurd. That sounded like the intro to a, a Star Wars movie, didn't it, people? <laughs> so this is literally just the tip of this article. It has mm. a lot into it. If you want to read the full thing, you can go to canacon, C-A-N-N-A-C-O-N dot org. This article is called Dispelling the Myths, the Importance of Flushing Your Plants Before Harvest got 113 comments so if you're one of those commenters i'm sure there's somebody definitely in there for you to also like there's just a lot a of talk of on it so this was just our kind of little perspective so from an all-around standpoint buds bros and superheroes we agree with flushing i'm down with flushing all day long i recommend it and speaking of flushing and advanced nutrients they're one of the saltiest nutrients you could get in the game not dissing you guys but a lot of your stuff is very salty. You'll see a lot of white residue all over the place on your pots. It's true. Interesting. I know you're about that, Remo. Yes, sir. How do you say <laughs> she fucking with Remo? We're fucking with Remo. <laughs> That's awesome. We got some stuff going up on our YouTube channel in terms of growing with vlogs and stuff like that. Head on over to YouTube, like, subscribe, hit that bell button. Please do all those things. Comment if you like what you see. We'll make more of them. But with that, I do believe we're going to close out the section of the buds and open the bro section. So coming into this bro section, just to give everybody out there a little bit of what we were talking about, we actually were talking about the first time we met or how we kind of met. And at the time when we first encountered each other, we didn't really think much of it or it didn't really seem like, oh, this is a guy I'll do a podcast with and talk to every day. <laughs> no, no. I mean, it was cool. So once again, for the new for the new people out there, I was helping them get some bud through my friends, um, through my girl. My girl and his girl are friends. Anyway, I was helping him out. We were riding out. And I first got in the car with you, and I'm like, because I kept saying to my girl, you're not, are you sure about this? Because, are you sure about this? Because, I don't know, dude could be trying to line me up. <laughs> and uh, I got in the car, and I was like, nah, there's no way in the world this guy's any kind of a cop. <laughs> he sounds like a radio host. <laughs> I said, I said, which is cool. You know, and uh, it was it was cool, man. We we got cool. We started hanging out once again, like what two nights later, I think. And yeah. we were off to the races. We found out you did the editing. I do a little bit of videos. Plus, you did videos too, probably before me. And uh, yeah, next nerd news shout out. Anybody who knows what out. I'm talking about there, thanks so very fucking much for hanging out and watching my dumb bearded mouth talk for this long. But check that out. Still up. It's still up. Yeah, check I it out. One of them had like 11 views, and I was like, holy shit. <laughs> I thought usually I was the only one. I was really proud of those 11 views. I don't remember the episode. I think it maybe was a Bill Murray one. I don't know. It had a lot, and I was pretty fucking proud of myself. <laughs> Speaking of shout-outs, why I'm thinking about it, let That's me give a shout-out to Detroit, my friend in Detroit. Um, person on from Detroit hit me on YouTube on my Big Body Bigs channel. 
Uh, was just asking questions how to grow and stuff recently. So shout out to you. His name is Detroit, or he's from. No, Detroit? I just I'll just say Detroit. I don't want to say their name. Yeah, we'll just say shout out to Detroit. You know who you are. I do want to kind of bring into this, and I'll make sure later on that maybe okay to say their name. But we're talking about weird times, weird places, just meeting people, not knowing where it's going to go. Uh, we were, I can't say the word, guys, so you're about to get some behind the scenes of my life personally. If I say the word W-A-L-K in this house right now with my dogs, shit's going to go nuts. So I'm just going to say me and my wife were doing that with our dogs. <laughs> and some guys are building a deck patio entrance i don't know i'm not very technical and like we get past them and i stop and i say do you know what do you guys have a card and they did and that's the people who are putting on our back porch oh back below, shit. they put on the porches there they're converting the back porch to a walk-in kind of area slash bathroom and laundry it's looking room good and all that. it's looking good it's looking real good thank you yeah i think it's looking great they've been nothing but Awesome. And I know that's just a cop out of, you know, not knowing enough adjectives, but they've been patient. They've been thoughtful. I swear it was almost as if these guys were thinking that we were, this was their mom's house and that they've got to set it up good because they care about like, you know what I mean? Right. And I don't think that you find a lot of this shit. This is like the fourth people that I talked to. The first guy fucked me over. Oh, uh, he was a dick. The second guy came in and looked around and never gave me an estimate. The third guy came in and gave me an estimate for more than four times what anybody else Fuck. has. Because I just, I think in my head, he didn't want to be a guy to say no to work, but he didn't want to do the job either. So he overestimated. In my head, you know, as a nerd, he Fleischer Studio'd it. Because back in the day, <laughs> they wanted to make a Superman cartoon. And Fleischer Studios was like, I don't want to make a Superman cartoon. So they gave him an absurd number, and Warner Brothers went, okay. And Fleischer Studios was like, fuck. And they made the Superman cartoon, but it is the most gorgeous. Like, you would think that shit's new. That's how good it looks for, like, anyway, way off course. And now these are the fourth guys. Mm. And they're just, they're killing it. So I really yeah, want to. they are. I really want to give them a shout out on here for anybody who, we might have Nepal listeners either on here or maybe one of our Instagram followers. I know that we have a few people on there who are Northeastern based and review a bunch of places around here right so i'd like to give them the shout out at the very least i'm gonna offer two to like maybe i'll make them a little video why not you know if they can get me a bunch of before and afters you know i can line those up really easy and just put on a, a xerox their, their work yeah just showed my age by saying xerox i can just like put their card <laughs> on there and shit anyway yeah that's, that's another fun little thing of life of just like well that was weird Thanks. Yeah. It was nice meeting you guys on this WAOK, and now they're killing it. Now they're doing the best job for a reasonable price, too. So how I met my best, best friend, like, since I was nine years old, I'm in fourth grade, and I move across town. So now I'm starting a new school. I had a mini fro back then, you know? And uh, I used to keep it tight, though. But I go into the bathroom, and this kid's in there, and he's like, you have a big afro. And he's laughing, and he's joking with his friends. It's my first day in school. Uh, I, I remember saying, look at your eyes. They're big as hell. And then he punched me in my throat, and then I punched him in his eye, started choking him, and then we got broken up by teachers. So I'm getting on the bus coming home, and he's on the bus. And I'm like, this kid's on the bus. 
I'm going to have to beat this kid up again. Don't really want to. And the kid comes... He comes from three seats in front of me, and he comes in the back, and he he goes, "Do you want to you want to come up my house and watch the trains?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah." Which the bus stop we both got off. I didn't even realize it was him when I got into the fight that he got on the bus with me. Do you know what I mean? That morning, yeah. Yeah, I didn't even realize it. And I go up his house. We watch the trains. We end up playing little league baseball together. We win the championship back to back. And then we go to high school. We're in the same backfield throughout high school. Well, the first two seasons, I only went to 10th grade, but that's a whole other story. And uh, to this day, man, we're tight, you know? No shit. Yeah. That's what's tight. up, dude. That's yeah. so fucking cool. Yeah. Talk like every other day. Well, the same as me and you, you know? He, he's a good dude. That's, that is what's up, man. Yeah. What a great story. And we got into a couple of fights along the way. Oh, yeah? Well, back in the day, I used to have this, they're called high-top fades. I know what it is. Okay. <laughs> okay, so I had a high-top fade, and I'm up his house. We're playing uh, fourth and inches. And, or Tecmo Bowl, excuse me. It's a game probably right when you were first. It was before you were born, actually, like 87. I'm oh, old, people. Born, yeah, yeah 87, like 88, Tecmo Bowl, fourth and inches. One of those two. Any anyway, um, I'm sitting there playing the game, and he pours a bottle of brute in my friggin' flat top because I was sitting against the bed on the floor, and he was sitting up there, and he took his fucking brute and just poured it in my thing because I wouldn't give him the paddle. I was like, "No, man, I'm still playing my game. You're gonna have to wait your turn." I waited my turn. Whose house were you at? At his house. So he thought it was cool. Well, he didn't think it was cool. <laughs> That you wouldn't give up the paddle. I wouldn't on. give up the paddle, but my whole game, he was like, you're winning. You're winning by 20-some points. I said, it don't matter. My game's not up. It don't matter if I'm winning. You played your four quarters. Let me get mine. So he takes the fucking brood out. and We're kids. He takes the brood out, pours it in my flat top. I didn't even know he poured it because it was so thick. And then all of a sudden, I feel this fucking brute shit just dripping down my face. And I could smell it, of course. And I just jumped up, and we started tossing each other around his room and uh, his so dad, many questions his dad comes up in the room and he fucking slams him on with one arm slams me down with the other arm because back then i was really skinny like i was a skinny kid and easy to, easy to grip up <laughs> so many questions what's yeah. brute brute yeah you don't know what brute aftershave is okay uh, it's maybe like the now green I... bottle well, you're sitting in his room. Why? The, like, I had no idea. What if it was like Tab? It was an old soda that went out of style, but I didn't fucking hear of it. I didn't know. Yeah, see, Bruce, All right, hold on. that's old school. I'm still, I still got to, is it green? Is it that yeah, stuff? Yeah, dark green. Yeah. All right. So moving on, you're in his room. Where are you sitting? On the floor, leaning against his bed. So he's basically also just spilling it all over his bed as well. He's sitting on the edge of the bed right next to me. So his legs are sitting I'm just you know saying, saying, like, out of all the times to spill something, I wouldn't I have done that. Like, like, yeah, fuck that guy. I was like, fuck you. All right, third, you didn't actually have to pay quarters because you were in his room. You were just saying, this is my man. I'm still going. No, it, it was football. So I, he you played, said you played your four quarters, but you didn't actually have to pay anybody. No, no, That's no, what I'm no. Saying. Four like, quarters of football. Like I understand now. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. Okay. So sorry, people, if you misunderstood. But yeah, four quarters of football. He played his whole game on the game, and it was time for me to play my whole game. I'm blowing him out. And, and you now can't play two player because that shit hasn't been involved yet. He. I don't remember why we were playing. Just I don't even remember if it was just one player or why we were playing it like that. 
But I remember him like um, getting mad about it. And then that happened. His dad came up, fucking had us both on the bed, like, what the fuck are you doing? Chill out. Made me go home and all that. You know what I mean? And then his mom called my mom, and then I got punished. And yeah, all that shit you do as a kid. Yeah, I was thinking about that a lot, you know, when I was a kid, probably from the first grade till around the ninth grade. I had two really good friends. Once has since passed. Um, may he rest in peace. But we're watching, I unfortunately, for those out there who are intellectuals, I'm still watching the Jersey Shore. <laughs> and we're in Italy I now. I don't mind Jersey Shore. Dude, I fucking love it. Yeah. It's just so trashy, and my wife and I get so much joy. Like, we don't really watch it. You know, I'm working, she's working, but just to have something on that every now and then, like, I remember, like, oh, this is the part where situation's going to slam his head into a fucking brick wall. Like, I'm going to stop what I'm doing and watch that really Yeah, they're quick. fucked up, all they're, of them. They're fucking stupid, but... It leads me to believe, like, Ronnie reminds me of one of these kids to kind yeah. of come back around. So I have been thinking about him. But I don't think ever that I poured anything, nor I don't think, like, even if that was me, I would probably just unplug that shit to be petty. But the idea of pouring something that's then going to be all over my, my room and my bed, like, that just seems stupid. I would like to see something like that or, like, the real world where they take, like, a different gang member from like Chicago, a different one from oh, you're New York. Going back to Jersey Shore. Well, that's type of show. Like the real world. Yeah, like the real world where it has a gangster from from Philly, from New York, from Chicago, from LA, LA, from Miami, from Texas, and to see who can change their way the fastest and oh. the best, and see who can leave that life and start living. A different way as they do different... I'm going to tell you, shut the fuck up. This is such a great idea. We don't want anybody stealing this. <laughs> so you're saying, yeah, we find gangsters who want to fit in and we got to watch them as they get their first real jobs and shit and figure out how to fill out their 401ks and... Start wearing their clothes a little different, you know, without the uh, Dude, shut the rag. fuck up. This is an idea. We're TMing this. If you're out there and you're making this show, fuck you. This is TM to us. That's a great idea. Because at first I thought your idea was let's get them all together and watch the real world with all these gangsters. And my f- initial reaction was like it'd be forty five seconds. Yeah, one person would call much, the other person a bitch, yeah, and guns come much, out and bang, 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 yeah, bang, bang. Too and much, over. No, I'm talking about the ones that want to change up and Dude, change their smart. life and see who really wants it and has to go through things. Kind of like how that show um, with Puffy, um, where he made them walk to get cheesecake. Uh, what was the name of that? Making the band. Something like that, a cross between both, would be real cool. People would eat that up. It wouldn't be hard to find find people for it. That'd be a really good show. Though. It really would be such a good show. You know, show the the side of it too. You know, once you're in the game, a lot of people say, "Why don't they just change?" And it's yeah. like, do you know how hard it is to do that? That's... I don't personally. I have a maybe small understanding from watching a little bit of real life television, but you know, that's about. A 1% understanding, an idea of an idea of a... This would be great, bro. Even me, like, I can only give people a small dose of what it is to live in a hood hood. Like, where it's completely all black and Spanish, for the most part. You have your one white guy here and there. You know, uh, that's about it. (laughs) Some Jewish people way up, you know, but... uh, they have their little communities and the Italian communities and stuff like that. But 
around here, it's not as rough and rugged as when I lived in the Bronx or when I lived in West Philly. Again, we're TMing that. That's our, that's our thing. We're going to write a pilot once we're done and shop it around. That's a really good fucking story. We're going to do that. It'd be cool. And I, it'd work. It. I know it would definitely work. Oh, hell yeah. That would work. That would work. On, I could see that. It'd be so interesting for a whole bunch of people, older, younger. Inspirational, even. Yeah. Some people would watch that and be like, all right, now I have, you know, some sort of idea what it's going to be like. Everybody loves the comeback, kid. Amen. I, me, yeah, I love that shit. Speaking of A&E, where's the new series or the new uh, season of 60 Days In, guys? I, I need that. I love 60 Days In. See, I need to watch it, watch it. Like, I just watch clips on YouTube, you know, so I don't ever really nah, get to just it. binge and be like, bam, episode, bam, episode, bam, bam, bam. If you can find the first season. You know, I, I've never been to jail. Never done it. But I always thought that you would at least get a room. So the way it worked in this jail is like you walk in and there's a rec area and against the wall there are rooms that are four to a piece. But there's not enough room in all those rooms. So some bunk beds just line the outside of the fucking rec room. So one guy, his bed is literally not only next to the door that people are pounding on trying to do shit like, hey, hey, can we get some whatever in here? It's crazy. But like you're just out there. Fuck that. Fuck that. Now, in the, I think it's the next season, def, wherever, whatever season they're in Atlanta, they're locked down with a bunkie. That's what in my head jail always was. So when I saw, like, there's 45 guys out in the rec room sleeping, and then what? There's six dorms up top, six down, 12 by four beds each. That's another 50 guys in there. So there's 100 guys at, who at all time can go in and out of whatever cell, in and out of whatever rec room, right where you're sleeping at any time. Right. Fuck that. I would get paranoid. Well, the two times I was, uh, three times I was locked up were for quick weekends, but... I was in the old jail. There's an old jail. They knocked that one down. That had two to each cell. And then the new jail. And the medical, it's like for the first three days you go in the jail, you're in medical. You have to, they make you wait to see a doctor and where they're going to put you and all that shit. So those are two-person cells. But then when you hit the block, whether it's A, B, C, or D, or some prisons have even more than that, um, when I got to the block, it was eight people per cell, four bunk beds, and I don't like that too much in there. That's I'd how rather, the women's were in Atlanta. Yeah, there was multiple bunk beds where it was eight per, and that yeah, that's yeah, I don't like that. It's a lot of eyes. A lot. Got to take a shit right next to eight, seven other people. <laughs> Sucked. Yeah. What a weird turn. This is actually what I love about the bro section more than anything else. Is how we were like, let's talk about relationships. And from that, we talked about, you know, meeting <laughs> contractors, going to the Jersey Shore, people that remind <laughs> you of being a kid, and then we're in jail. But that's the that's fun how part we do of it, it, bro. That's how we do it. We're all over with it. That is. All over it. with it, Jack. <laughs> if you guys like it, if you guys have any stories coming in, how's the weirdest time you met your friend? How the people that you talk to now that maybe you fought on a bus ride home or put brute in your hair or shit like that? <laughs> leave comments. Tweet us at Buds Bro Superheroes. We got the Instagram, the Facebook, all those things. With that, I think that's a fun time to uh, close on out of the Buds yes, section. Sir. Yes, sir. And talk about some Batman v. Superman in the... Superhero section. 
This week we watched Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice. Came out in 2016, rated PG-13, comes in at 2 hours 32 minutes. So right off the bat, how'd you feel about it? <laughs> Wait, before you do, see what I did there right off the bat? Continue. Okay. Ah, oh, man, I'm sorry. I just couldn't do it. People, I could not do it, and I'll tell you why. As of right now, I don't even really remember too much of the beginning. It just dragged out for me. And I can't stand Batman. Slash, this just makes me not like Batman even that much more. And I know you love Batman. But I'm sorry, dog. This movie wasn't doing it, and it was two and a half plus hours long. Uh, definitely does come in on the longer side. So at least now everybody out there is listening for your opinion. We know what road this is going to go down. So let me give you a little bit more of a backing to it. It's directed again by Zack Snyder. I say again because we just watched Man of Steel. So this is the direct sequel to that. It's got a few writers on it. Chris Torero, David S. Goyer. Again, there's five more credits. It seems like it goes through a lot. But it still stars Mr. Henry Cavill. We get a little bit of Ben Affleck thrown in there. And I got to tell you, like you just said, I love Batman. But I love Batfleck more, man. It's literally written in my notes. Like, I wrote notes so I could talk through it. And three notes in is I heart Ben Affleck. Because he is amazing in it, if you ask me. Uh, We get more amazing Amy Adams. Because, fuck, she plays Lois Lane so good, if you ask me. Diane Lane plays great. Lawrence Fishburne comes back. Jeremy Irons as Alfred is still, like, I just watched some. Apparently, he didn't have a lot of fun making the movies. I don't know, because I love watching him do it. Gal Gadot comes in there. It's the first time we really see her coming in and doing that shit. Holly Hunter even does a good job. It's a little... She's got a weird role. It doesn't... We'll talk about that in a little bit. Uh, the one thing that I do want to talk about before I really just suck this movie's dick <laughs> is fuck Jesse Eisenberg. On the same piece of paper that says I heart Ben Affleck, it's got to say fuck Jesse Eisenberg at least three <laughs> times. Um, I can't really even start to begin to tell you how much it bothers me. It sounds as if between takes he had a helium slash methamphetamine intake valve just sucking it up. And then Zach said action and he just good. I, <clears throat> I just bad. it's real bad, bro. I just I don't know. I thought the whole look was wrong. I thought the way he looked was wrong. I thought it should have been like an older, older type of guy playing the part. Maybe I mean this, this guy was weird looking, man, and he sucked. I just—he was weird and he sucked. His yeah, his voice absolutely fucking bothers me, especially you know Holly Hunter's there and she's like, I'm not gonna let the kryptonite into the country. The red coats are coming. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you know the oldest lie and just that and huh? Clark Kent meets Ben Affleck, and bah, you yeah, don't want to fight yeah, this guy. It annoying. is just piercing, because I see the potential in it, and I want my fellow DC nerds to come out and hopefully back me. I really want this. All right, guys, what would you have thought if Michael Rosenbaum had taken that throne? So for you, sir, you remember Smallville? Back in the day, was that show that showed yeah, young Clark and, Kent? And, yeah, I never watched it, but I, I saw previews. There was a young Lex Luthor, played by Michael Rosenbaum, who I think would have killed it. Because with HBO Max, I have been getting some Smallville episodes, and just, I don't have time for the whole thing. It's just, that's too much stretching of the dough in terms of storyline. But I will sneak in for key episodes throughout seasons. And Lex Luthor in that show is fucking great. I like him, and I looked it up. He would have been... 
only 11 years older than Jesse Eisenberg. So he's a little bit older, which would have helped you out a little bit. I think it's he's still good-looking. He hasn't aged, if you ask me. He's got a great podcast. You, know, you can watch uh, clips on YouTube, all that bullshit. Um, but I watch, you know, he brings in a lot of his famous friends, a lot of Smallville people, a lot of other voice actors. Because if you're a big DC fan, to go even deeper, he voices the Flash in the Justice League show. Anyway, all I'm saying is still a good-looking dude, played the part already and played it well. And I don't think he would have gone in whatever the fuck way that Eisenberg went. Like, I don't understand why Zack Snyder let him do it, to be honest. Yeah, I just, I was like, this is, nah, it's terrible. I mean, there was some good parts of the movie, though. Now, if you will, I'm going to go on to suck this movie's dick. Because everything that (laughs) Jesse Eisenberg's not in, I think is great. Every time that Batman and Superman are on screen together, I fucking dig it. Especially that first time where he bounces off fucking Superman. He's in the car. And you get that great Hans Zimmer slash Junkie XL. They the one who composed it. And the bump, 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 bump. You know, oh, the lights out. Kill it. Or I can't, I can't do line for line. But and then of course we get the now infamous because of fucking Justice League. The do you bleed? You will. And that at the time, before it got convoluted, that was dope. It was a great line of just like, I'm gonna fuck you up, Superman. While I'm thinking about it, I have a question. So, okay, they showed the Flash. They showed Aquaman. But they didn't help fight at the end. And I'm just wondering why they only showed them two. And, you know, they showed Wonder Woman and she helped out or whatever. But they didn't show them two them two helping out. Like, no, the Flash about? we get twice in this movie. Once right after the nightmare scene where he wakes up from the desert and you know right. Superman fucking lasers those two people in half yeah. and then pulls his cowl off. Which really quick I want to side comment into, if I'm not mistaken, that's the first footage we ever got via like Jimmy Kimmel or some shit. And I'm a grown man. And I was an inch away from my television with my hands on my head just going like, this is fucking awesome, this is fucking awesome, this is fucking awesome. <laughs> And I just remember that really clearly. So now to come back. So we see him, the Flash, like, am I too early? And then we see him in, like, the security footage of him knocking that guy out. In that same file, we do also see Cyborg. You know, he's yeah. the guy whose dad was working on him, and he was in the background. Yeah. Um, he had, like, a half a leg. Yeah. And we yeah. see Aquaman. But, yes, out of those three, Diana is also in there, and she's the only one to join at the end, just because they were ramping up to Justice League is... Because if not, how can you not call this movie a Justice League movie if all five of those people really are hanging out, you know? True. That's why I don't even think they could have called it a Trinity movie because Wonder Woman really only shows up as Wonder Woman in the final part. But show up, does she? Yeah. Jesus. She pretty much saved the day. She does more than that to me. (laughs) She's amazing. That also amazing score that we got in trouble for on YouTube for putting in our show. The dun 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 bump 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 bum dun dun Dude, when she first saves Ben Affleck and her oh my God, I got shivers. Literal shivers. And then there's that other scene where like a uh, doomsday really knocks her and she gives this kind of look of like, oh man, like that that hurt almost. Like this is gonna be fun. So you know I'm not really into superhero movies. So at the beginning of it I'm like I'm looking at her and I'm like Looks like Wonder Woman from the one movie I watched, I'm thinking, right? And then, bam, it starts showing her shit, and I'm like, oh, okay, cool, 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 cool. 
In this universe, I have taken you out of order. So you had seen Wonder Woman in the way that they were let out that, yeah, you had. But I like that, that by the time you're like, holy shit, is this all? Because you even said, is this supposed to be the next Superman? And then you texted back almost immediately like, never mind. Yes, yes, it is. Yeah. Like, because that opening scene with Ben Affleck running through Metropolis or, yeah, Metropolis as it's getting destroyed. That's that's why I wrote the first time of I love Ben Affleck. It's he played so good. a good Batman. Oh, I totally believe him as he's whipping that fucking Jeep around and he's getting through and then the world engine explodes and all that and he's just left there staring up. Like, his face makes me think, like, he's going to kill that guy. I just like Superman better as a superhero. And and I also was a little, like, disappointed. I thought they were really going to go at it at it at the end, like, versus each other. I was waiting for that to end up like that throughout the movie, thinking, like, okay, at the end they're going to fight each other, whatever. They did fight each other, but they came together. But at the end, I thought they were going to, like, maybe go at it, go at it, and just maybe have a part two, three, or whatever the case. Yeah, there's that's always the trope of comic books and people, mostly heroes, fighting is they, they can never actually beat one or the other. No. They let you see here that basically it was a stalemate. Yeah, they were kicking each other's ass on and off, and then... Now, my main question to you that people are going to ask for, and I need to know your opinion, because you as an outsider don't know any of this, I hope anyway, that there's a big controversy about what I'm about to ask you. Okay. So they're fighting, and it looks like Batman's going to fucking ice his ass. He's got a spear made out of the one thing that could pierce his ass. He's already scraped him like we've seen that he's going to do it. And Superman's would-be last words to this guy is save Martha, who we know is also the name of Ben Affleck. I keep saying that because Ben Affleck is Bruce (laughs) Wayne, of Bruce Wayne's mom. And that kind of stops the whole thing dead of like, why would you say that name? Martha, why did you say that name? Right. What do you think about that? I was shocked. I was like, oh, oh, well, okay. Okay. So this is where they come together. I mean, why else would they fight each other? They're they're pretty much knowing each other's help in the world, and they have the same mom's name, and he's fighting for his mom to stay alive, and he's recognizing it, I guess, and here we are. So you'd, Martha. Did you think it was corny? Did you think it was stupid no, or lame? Was, I thought it was a cool twist. My man, I'm going to pound it there, because <laughs> I really, I don't, I like it. A lot of people hate that. A lot of people put the christian bale voice in that and do why did you say that name where's the trigger man and do that kind of shit or they just think it's dumb but to me like why would batman attack another human being is just it's a harder thing to sell of why would he attack an alien so during this movie it kind of makes sense that he to me as a batman fan it makes sense to me that he's putting this much time into really gonna fuck this guy up and this whole time, it's this alien. I'm going to kill this alien. I don't like this alien. If there's even a 1% chance, I'm going to fucking take it as an absolute resolution, blah, blah, blah. But then right there, he's like, shit, this guy has a mom. I'm uh, I'm killing someone's kid. Like In that instant, it was him in Crime Alley again. It was him thinking, I am taking away something. I'm taking away somebody's family. That happened to me. Now I'm Joe. She's like, what the fuck is like? And that's why it would. Why did you like... I love it. I love his acting in it. I love like him being perplexed. Amy Adams comes in and like it's his mother's name. It's his mother's name. <laughs> and he kind of stands down and he's like, what the fuck? And a lot of people like to write it off. And like, why would they just team up after that? And it's like, because all of a sudden, you're right. 
the cloud is lifted of like he is helping people. So, well, what's your rating? Uh, it is it, it's a little long, so I got to kind of, I I like Man of Steel better, so maybe an eight and a half. Because the only reason that I really knock it is because the aforementioned Lex Luthor. I think that his character, like another Sucked. actor, could have made it better, and I really don't understand how he was pulling the strings he was pulling. Like he's, I don't know. There was just something. There was in no it that backup made, to him. Like no. I didn't like when they were at his mansion and Clark can hear Alfred in Batman's head because, like, we all know who each other are in this movie, and it's never actually put out in the spotlight. So, like, instead of pulling strings, why not literally just roll up to Kent Farm and start talking to Martha and have Clark come in addressed as Clark and him being like, oh, you didn't wear the giant S? That was weird. Like, I need you to go kill Ben Affleck. Or, like, you know, I just feel like... They built this thing up around like who can be putting these two people against each other. Even though, you know, am I making sense? Yes, I give it a seven point five. Nice, that's actually really good from you. I thought it was going to be lower. It's only because my boy was in, was in it. Because <laughs> Superman were, was in it. All yeah, right, nice. yeah. Like otherwise, it'd probably be a seven. So with that kind of, I got good news and bad news for you because <laughs> Justice League, the Snyder Cut, is coming out. We are going to watch it. Four fucking hours, bro. They aren't doing four oh one-hour episodes like I thought they were gonna do. Wow. He confirmed it's a four-hour motherfucking movie, so we're gonna have to actually like spend, if you will, the day together. Because a, I need it on HBO Max. I might need like three Adderalls for that movie. We're gonna God need. Damn. Yeah, we're gonna grab some coffee, some <laughs> Red Bulls, a lot of really good jet fuel, and we're gonna have to power through Ooh. that. Maybe the entire episode will be a buds or a superhero My section. Goodness. But yeah, it has been confirmed. That's now a four-hour flick. I still got to watch the latest Super, uh, excuse me, Wonder Woman. 82. Yeah, um, we have to do that sooner than later because it is going to disappear off HBO Max for a small time Mm. and only be, but I do think as well that it should be on physical media. We will get to it. I do want to rewatch it because I've always said that a movie to me is like a roller coaster. And sometimes when you're on that roller coaster trying to guess the next step, and not getting it or getting a different one is a different experience than riding the roller coaster knowing exactly how it's going to go. And sometimes in the latter, you enjoy it more. And sometimes you want to puke. And sometimes it's worse, <laughs> which could happen. Because again, as of the first viewing, this was not my favorite outing for DC. It, had so it much just potential. was. And then at the end, it just seemed like there was a couple parts where it, it was going to end and it stopped and then something else and then something else and then the casket and the dirt rising and <laughs> don't you love that little thing though i did show cool. my boy was still still with us you know so i'm cool with that yep i liked him talking to diana at the very end there are a few things about what she said there which makes wonder woman 84 also kind of questionable where she's like i shut myself off from the world it's like, really? I just watched a movie where you were in a fucking mall. Like, that's crazy. <laughs> you were shopping. You made girlfriends. Like, you were going around to, to exploring the world. I don't know. Anyway, we're not going to get into that right yet. So your rating was good. My rating was good. I fucking, I really, I love this movie. I also, excuse me. I'm sorry to get back into it. I did watch the extended cut. So there is, before it could be named so, there is a Snyder cut of this movie. At the only time, it was called the director's cut, but... He does add an extra 30 minutes where we get a whole other character in there from his sucker punch days 
I can't remember the actress's name off the top of my head, but I loved her. There was a while that we kind of thought she was going to be Robin, that maybe she was going to be like a Carrie Kelly type, and I was like, that'd be dope, but nothing really came from Real that. quick, how come there is no Robin? Or like, what if happened saw, to him? He, he died. He died because there was that scene right before he goes to meet Lex Luthor. Like, meet him. Like, it was that awesome scene. God, I could talk about this movie forever. Um, <laughs> but if you noticed... You didn't think it was a little long, though? Dude, I can never think DC movies yeah, are too long. You yeah. know what I mean? Kind of. It's, it's kinda. my absolute favorite. I could do it all day long. And that's what I said <laughs> to my wife, too, because she's like, that's kind of boring. I was like, no, we're setting the stage, okay? There's a lot to be done here. But there is that scene. So Bruce wakes up with a lady who we don't know, and Alfred comes in, and he's looking at all the wine bottles, and he's like, I hope there's wine for the future generation, as if there's going to be another generation, blah, blah, blah. But Bruce gives him a cup of something. I'm assuming it's coffee, maybe tea. It doesn't fucking matter. But, you know, this whole dynamic of that's his butler is kind of not here in this. They are partners, and that's what I love about that, like him handing him, and there's the thank you, and blah, blah, blah. But in that scene, he says, oh, Batman doesn't have to break in. Bruce Wayne's been invited and he goes down to look at the bat suit. And as he's coming up, you do see the Robin suit with ha ha jokes on you. Okay. I do not know personally, anybody who wants to comment, tweet, blah, 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 which Robin that is. In my head, it would be the Jason Todd, the second Robin who was killed to death, beaten to death with a crowbar, becomes the Red Hood. I think we talked about that last episode, maybe. But maybe it was Tim Drake. I, d- I really hope it wasn't fucking Dick Grayson. That'd be fucked up because I would like to think. Somewhere in this universe, there is a blood haven. Because the only other big thing that I have that maybe notches this down is I don't like that Metropolis and Gotham are across the harbor. That's really close. Why would we need so many superheroes that close? You know, I, yeah. in that Justice League war that we watch with the animated, Batman has that great line of Gotham's mine. But you have to say, if fucking Superman was literally right next door, of course he'd also get a little bit of Gotham stuff while he was at it. Right. I. So, I Sorry. In the comics, Bloodhaven is the one that's actually across the bay from Gotham. So, yeah. And anyway, I, I would hope there's a Nightwing. I would hope there's a Bloodraven, and that's not another Robin. But anyway, yeah. She didn't end up being Robin. There's no Robin living in this universe, as we've seen. Mm-mm. Whether or not there is a Blood or a... Whether or not there is a Nightwing, a Red Hood, or a Red Robin running around. And maybe, you know, Talia al Ghul's out there with Ben Affleck's son somewhere in or growing the Damien Wayne. We never got that far, but... <laughs> Yeah, there's no active Robin in these series. There hasn't been an active Robin since Chris O'Donnell took up the mantle. Damn. Oh, what are we watching next? I don't know. I'm just going through my list, just making sure, because I wrote down so much. and I just want to make sure I got everything, at least talked about it. Because, again, as you can tell, I mean, I usually have to say I do get excited and take up a lot of the superheroes part i'm sorry oh, for you, that. that's part of it man i mean that's that's where you definitely shine but i this, know shit about it this movie especially <laughs> i do feel like i talked a lot more because again this is coming up on almost five years old and i've loved this movie for five years and have allowed to watch other people shit on it and people who don't like it and now it's of course kind of coming around where it's like do we really remember this movie being that bad and it's like no no we don't because it was good from the beginning you fuckholes Different strokes for different folks. I just think, you know, I hate to <laughs> I hate to compare. But Marvel, to me, is a Big Mac meal. And I love, you know, I love Big Macs. I'll sit there, I'll eat the whole burger, fries, maybe even order myself a little bit of a six-piece. Okay. And a Marvel meal is going to a, 
a sit-down restaurant. And it is a steak, and it is potatoes, and it is a vegetable, and you need to break in and use a knife and cut in, and you need to work in and eat your meal compared to just shoving it in your face and getting out of there. You know what I mean? I do. And that's after the salad. And that's exactly. There's <laughs> meals, there's courses, there's procedures. There's You wouldn't do what you do in a McDonald's inside a restaurant. And that's how I've always looked at it. So, yeah, it's two and a half, three hours long, but so is a dining experience compared to Marvel where it's just like, look at all this color, look at all this taste, look at all this, boom, go, get out. <laughs> and again, sometimes I'm in for that. You know me. I do like McDonald's. This, is, this goes beyond the metaphor. Two Big Macs, no lettuce, extra cheese. But I think that's, that's why some people <laughs> don't like this movie because it's a lot of work. But it's good work to me. It is a lot of work. I, 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 uh, it, it was long, bro. Yeah. So we'll I go said, for something not... a little bit shorter, probably a little bit something brighter next time. Yeah. A little bit poppier. Maybe we'll even go outside of Marvel. You know, you don't have to go strictly to Marvel for that. I don't know. We'll do that off mic. Maybe we'll even do another. Some different. Another poll because those have been going pretty well. Shout out. Thanks to Reasons I Broke for always retweeting and answering and making sure our polls go. We had a lot of people on Facebook and Instagram as well. So shout out to all that. You know, it was actually a lot closer than the previous one. I think we, we were only off by like three or four votes from hitting Civil War because a lot of Facebook mm. won Civil War. Anyway, talk about that soon, right? Maybe you got an animated one we could rock. That'd be dope. You know I love that shit. Yeah. Check one of them out. Word. Yeah, that'd be cool. With that, though, I have been Nick James. And Big Body Bags, the can of pimp. Thanks so much for checking out Buds, Bros, and Superheroes. We are uh, out of here. Rah. <laughs>